Now, one of the common challenges of our parents today in the indoctrination of our children is the fact that either one, religion is more of a personal um, hobby. Um, it's not something that should guide society because it's a private thing. Or two, it doesn't matter what you are as long as you're something. My own family has fallen into that belief where I was told, um, as long as Junior is something, it doesn't matter that he's Catholic or not, as long as he has some kind of belief. Well, I think those intentions are good, but it's actually not true. There is an incredibly important reason why we are Catholic. Now, of all the religions in the world, what makes us different then? What makes the Catholic faith different than every one of the other 40,000 Christian denominations? We are the only one with the sacraments. Yes, others believe that they may have symbolic gestures that are similar to our sacraments, like they call communion, but it's grape juice or bread, regular bread. The actual sacrament is unique to the Catholic faith. Now, we are actually commanded by God, did you know this, to receive the sacraments? We are. So this makes the Catholic faith the one true faith. Let us not be afraid of saying that. It's the truth. So how do we know this? John 6, about the Eucharist. And unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life in you. You've heard me say before, the word in the Greek, which the scriptures are written, usually words, the, the, use, the, <laughs> the word used is tragon, which literally means to chew, to gnaw. It's not symbolic. Unless you are born of the water and the spirit, this is baptism, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. These are very clear. We need the sacraments. Christ tells the apostles, the first priests, that they are the ones to forgive sins. Confession is in the Bible. James says, unless you, when you are sick, go to the priests. They will place oil on you and your sins will be forgiven. Matthew 18, 18, John 20, 21, and others say, Christ delegated this authority to forgive sins. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Whose sins you retain are retained in heaven. I just went through four of the seven sacraments. We can keep going. We are commanded to go to the sacraments. But the problem is there's only one church you can find them in the way that Christ gave them, the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is the only one who has formalized the sacraments. People might have oil in other religions, but it's not a formalized rite that guarantees you get the grace, the grace for salvation. You've heard me say before, when people come up at the airport, have you been saved? Yes, I've been baptized, right? 
but my conversion is daily. All right? Perhaps we Catholics are like those laborers. I, I love this example. Remember that story in the Bible, Matthew 20, chapter 20, about the laborers who only work for an hour? This is one of the best passages in the Bible because it's kind of, it, you know, you remember the story where some showed up early and they worked the full day? So they were there at 8 a.m., they worked a full day, and then some guy showed up at 4 p.m., worked one hour, and then when it went to go get paid, they both got paid the same amount. I mean, man, our human nature rails against that. I personally would too. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, he worked, you know, uh, he worked one hour. I worked eight. Well, anyway, those without the sacraments are like those who worked all day. Think about this. It seems unfair that both groups got the same wages, and yet one was there and one was easier, got it in an easier way. This is kind of like the sacraments. It's kind of unfair, but the Lord's ways are the Lord's ways. So it seems unfair that we are given all this extra sacramental help. Easy grace, so to speak. Guaranteed. You can show up at the last minute, run into the confessional. And be forgiven because that grace is guaranteed. The Lord said, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own? Yeah, it is. So the others aren't being cheated, right? I just gave something special to the group, this other group over here. That's what we're given in the sacraments. We are given more guaranteed grace. So easy if we just have the intent to receive it. It's not guaranteed if we don't have the intent or we don't want it or ask for it. Well, they are just symbols, Father. No, they're not just symbols. Sacraments do something. You've heard me say it again. And if there's only one thing you ever remember, out of all of our homilies, our talks, our Thursday videos, our Ask a Marian, our EWTN show, our daily homilies, whatever it is, if there's only one thing you remember from all of those thousands of hours of material we have online, and there's only one thing you remember, please remember what a sacrament is. A sacrament is an efficacious sign. Efficacious means it does something. An efficacious sign. It does something of God's grace, meaning it's guaranteed, instituted by Christ, entrusted to the church. Key point there. Entrusted to the church by which divine life is instilled in us. You can't get anything more important. Now, why do I point this out for today's passage? I'll show you in a minute. But this is powerful. Sacraments are divided into what you remember in your catechism, sacraments of initiation. What are the sacraments of initiation? Those bring people into the church. Baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. All right? The faithful are born anew by baptism, strengthened by confirmation, 
and nourished by Holy Communion. Did you catch that? You're born anew by baptism, you're strengthened by confirmation, and you are nourished by communion. Then we have the two sacraments of healing. What are they? Anointing of the sick and confession. St. Faustina said in the confessional, it's not just about forgiveness of sins, you're actually healed if you let it. Then we have sacraments of service. What are those? Sacraments of service or at the service of mission. Those are holy orders and matrimony. Sacraments of service. So if you choose of matrimony, you're at the service to your spouse and children. Me and holy orders, I'm at the service to you, to the church. All the sacraments, though, are ordered to holy communion. All of them. Very important. So Christ entrusted the sacraments to his church and only the Catholic church. Not in our rooms. Now, yes, it's possible that we can find God outside the sacraments. Even God's not constrained by the sacraments. But he gives us them for a reason. They're guaranteed grace. Yeah, you can come up with your own way. But take the guaranteed way. You know, there's a lot to be said for that. Why choose an untested, unproven, unknown route when you have already the route that's already been shown, given by God in the scriptures, which is guaranteed grace? Well, Father, I don't like the fact that that priest isn't holy. Well, there's something in the church that the sacraments are efficacious ex opere operato, which means by the very fact that the sacrament is given and performed because it is Christ who acts in the sacrament, you will receive the grace, even if that priest is in serious sin. It's because it's Christ who the sacrament is administered through. The efficacy of the sacraments does not depend on the holiness of the personal priest. This is why people don't come to the sacraments. I'm not going to that priest in the confessional. He's not holy. Actually, it doesn't matter. Jesus told St. Faustina, don't look at the priest in the confessional. I'll deal with him. <laughs> That's kind of scary. I'll deal with him. You go in there. You pray for that priest that he understands your confession. And I'll be in there. He's just a screen, but I've given him the authority to absolve your sins, even if he is not holy. So we don't want to look at that as a factor in us receiving the sacraments. You know, the fruits of the sacraments, though, do depend on your holiness, not the holiness of the priest. If you're coming up this aisle and you are living in a state of mortal sin and you could care less about holy uh, confession, you could care less about living in a state of grace, you don't believe in the sacraments, you think it's just a piece of bread, and you just come up there, uh, you're not going to receive the grace because we're not properly disposed, ready to receive our Lord. For believers in Christ, 
For believers in Christ, the sacraments, even if they are not given to every single one, in other words, if you don't receive every one of them, the ones you do receive can lead to salvation or will lead to salvation. Because sacramental grace is the grace of the Holy Spirit given by Christ proper in each sacrament. The Holy Spirit heals and transforms those who receive the sacrament needed for salvation, but only effective if you're properly disposed. What does that mean? Get to confession. Have a purpose of amendment. Try to do better. Remember, saints are not perfect. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Saints are only sinners who keep on trying. And so finally, I want to finish with what you need to know about the sacraments. And here I'm going to again take you back to seminary because there's something we call form and matter. This is where we're going to get to the reading again. Notice that Jesus said before he healed the man, he spit, spittle. Why didn't Jesus just say you're healed with the words? No. Jesus actually spit and then put it in the man's eyes and touched him. Now he's God. He could have easily said from 10 distance feet away, I don't want to get too close to you. You're healed. He could have done that. But Jesus chose to use spittle, material, and then say the words, you are healed. We call that in the Catholic Church, form and matter. Every sacrament has form and matter. Now you're going back to seminary with me here. Because this is every single sacrament has form and matter. And this is because Jesus used form and matter. Words and material. For baptism, what's the form? What's the matter? What's the matter? For baptism, the matter is water. You can't be baptized without it. We pour the water over the head of the child. Then what is the form? The form is the words. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. That's why people don't have a valid baptism when they say in the name of the Creator, the Saint, the Redeemer, and the Sanctifier. Well, Father, it doesn't matter. It means the same thing. It does matter because we use the exact words of Christ. All right, in communion, what's the matter? <laughs> what's the matter? The matter is we need to get here. We need to receive Holy Communion. The matter is bread and wine. We don't have Holy Communion without that matter. Bread and wine. It's because Jesus used bread and wine. Now, what's the form? The form of the words, the words of consecration. This is my body, which will be given up for you. And the priest elevates it. That's the form, the words. In every sacrament in the Bible, Jesus used form and matter, and we do as Catholics. So that's what a sacrament requires. It needs a minister who intends to do it. The minister is who? In the Bible, it's Jesus. Well, but Jesus isn't here anymore. Yes, he is through his church. And so the priest is in persona Christi, in the place of Jesus. It's the best we can do until we get to the real destination of heaven. 
It's who Christ left in his place. He didn't abandon us after the ascension. He left us the church and the priests. Sacraments are not magic spells where words and objects have power, but it's the moments in which God grants the privilege of allowing us to be partakers in his plan. In other words, you have to have the intent. You have to have a priest. You can't have somebody just sleepwalking and pour water over you and say the words of baptism in his sleepwalking. There's no intent there. So intention, we have to have the form, the matter. Basically, form is what is said and done and matter is what is the material. And so we have a gift here, everybody. We have an incredible gift, the gift given by Jesus in the, in the Bible for our salvation. I'm going to give a passage of St. Faustina at the end here. It'll be the longest one we've ever read. Don't worry, it's not going to be like more than a minute or two, but St. Faustina says, thank you, Jesus. And she lists every single sacrament and tells why she's thankful for that sacrament. It's pretty important. When Jesus says we need the sacraments, he did in the Bible and he did to St. Faustina. So we'll hear the words of St. Faustina at the end of communion. And then finally, tonight we have our EWTN show at 6.30 and guess what it's on? The sacrament of confession. Now, not everybody loves having to go and spill our dirty laundry, but you'll see tonight on EWTN why we need to do it, why, especially with Lent coming up, that we need to have the sacrament. Confession is the starting point. Well, really baptism is, but as we continue, <coughs> continue our life and we fall and get dirty, we need to take another shower. Heck, we take showers daily for our bodies that get dirty. We need our souls to be cleansed too. So join us tonight at 6.30 as we talk about the power of the sacrament, especially confession. We are required as Catholics to go at least once a year. We recommend more, of course. But this is the time if you're going to go to confession in preparation once Lent starts. So now is a good time to prepare and utilize what gift God gave to the church, especially the Catholic Church which was the only church for 1,500 years. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. 
simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.